The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. Because I do not expect to live forever, I went in to see my friend Lawyer Crandall about updating my will. Crandall said I had to get an executor I could trust with money. And I said, Crandall, when it comes to money, you can't trust anybody. And Lawyer Crandall said, It's a good thing that's true, or I'd be out of business. Hi there, this is Clark Terry here, reminding you to pull your baskets a little closer to the fire. That's it. <laughs> now you're talking to hey. Ah, watch out for those snapping sparks. Everybody cozy? Our good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer. You've worked hard all day, and you deserve to relax now. So stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music. Thank you. 
says from Louise down in the Pineys way down in the Pineys sent that up to me to play for you Oscar Peterson and Ray Brown in there you might have heard me mention that a few of my neighbors here on the coast of Maine are well they're somewhat provincial John told me that he was standing around outside chatting with a woman when he chanced to look at the scratches in the ledge underfoot, and John said to the woman, Look where the glacier went through here. And the woman said, Recently? And of course John said, No, no, it was years and years ago. And the woman said, Well, I wouldn't know. I live over in Friendship.
Thank you for listening with any luck at all. I'm here every week at this time playing old-fashioned music just for you. I am thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. This program can also be seen. Yes, you can see me on my farm. I put a video on the top of the music in between here. You can see me scampering about my farm doing not much of anything. Planting the Guardian, putting on shingles. Can be found on YouTube, googling Robert Carl Scoglund. It is not uncommon to go out in the woods in the town of St. George, Maine, where I live. And you go out in the woods, and it's not uncommon to see a little wooden platform 20, 30 feet up in a tree. And I think they call this thing a tree stand. My friends who are hunters climb up the tree and sit or stand on this tiny wooden platform, sometimes for hours and hours in the cold, until an animal comes close enough for them to shoot it. And of course, by, this, by the time the animal comes along, the hunter is often so stiff from just sitting or standing that he can barely climb down the tree. And this is why there's hardly a hunter alive who has used one of these tree stands, who has not fallen off the thing and dropped kaplunk, kaplunk on the ground. Perhaps you have chanced upon one of those wipeout television programs, you know. You've seen those wipeout television programs where people crash snowmobiles and skateboards and water skis. But if you have never seen a hunter fall out of a tree stand, you realize that Maine's number one sport has been been denied valuable promotional coverage. Are not producers of these very popular wipeout shows remiss in not adding footage of fallen Maine hunters to, to primetime television? Wouldn't you watch it?
hear the changes there. Buddy Rich pound, pounding that, taking the bass players, not bum, 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 bum. You couldn't, couldn't even hear the changes in there. Old, old, well, what was that? The way of drumming Gene Krupa and Buddy Rich there ate up the bass players. No. Well, that's what it was for what it was worth. Sweet Georgia Brown, I couldn't, as I said, I wouldn't even known what it was unless I'd read it on the jacket there. I couldn't hear the changes there at all. Sometimes I see 20 or more wild turkeys on my back lawn. 
A friend of mine told me that he has taken several of these turkeys home for dinner. He says that the breasts breasts on these turkeys are good eating, but that the drumsticks are so tough they could be used for marimba mallets. I asked him about this. I said, how often often do you shoot a turkey? And he says, oh, until he falls down. Django here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you again for listening. And here, 
right here is one of the curious things you can read online. For centuries, champagne bottles were a nightmare for French glass blowers. The wine's pressure would reach about 90 pounds per square inch, about the same pressure as a small bicycle tire. Oh, much more than a small bicycle tire. And it would make the bottles unpredictable. Then, in 1828, are you following this? In 1828, weather conditions put extra sugar in the grapes, allowing pressure inside these bottles to go well over 90 pounds per square inch, causing 80% of them to explode. According to what I read here, it says, During that period, spending time in a wine cellar was considered more dangerous than going to war. Thank you. 
Ridge, Roy Eldridge here on The Humble Farmer. With Percy Heath, my goodness, Connie Kay, staying off that bass drum, boom, 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 John Lewis. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you for listening. I'm the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. When my, when my father married my mother, he was Marianne's husband. And my father stayed Marianne's husband until he became Sonia's father. In other words, for his entire life, my father was a non-entity. Now, for years I thought I had done better than my father until recently when I realized that I have fallen lower than Marianne's husband or Sonia's father. In fact, if you are listening, I have dropped as low as it is possible to drop in the American caste system here today. And there is a name for American untouchables. We are called Associates.
Joe Cohn. I think Joe Cohn is the cleverest guitar player going today. I like what he has to say. Oh, I got to remind you that you're listening to the Humble Farmer here on your favorite radio station. With any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Here I am at the kitchen counter one morning opening pill bottles. When my wife, Masha, the almost perfect woman, comes alongside and says, Why don't you let me put your pills in one of those pill dispensers? Then you'd only have to open one thing in the morning instead of three. I told her I'd rather open the three pill bottles in the morning because, after all, a man my age should be getting some exercise... Thank you. 
that must be if you can't hear the changes. I just noticed on my sheet here, the past three tunes you have heard, The Walker, You and Me, Beanstalkin, three tunes, The Walker, You and Me, Beanstalkin, are all different names for the same changes. The first one, I can't remember the name of the tune. The second one was T for Two, and the last one, of course, was Idaho. But if you can't hear the changes to Idaho, I don't know how you could have made any sense out of that. If you can't hear changes but still like to hear this kind of music, let me know about it and t explain how this is possible. I'm thehumblefarmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Between 100 and 200 years ago, my neighbors in St. George, Maine used to get around. They went all over the world. Many, many homes in my neighborhood still harbor seashells and knickknacks from faraway places. My grandfather Gilchrist was on a ship that sank off Ireland in 1882. Now, you've probably already figured out that he survived. But if you look at the gravestones in the cemetery out back of the Wiley's Corner Church where I live, you'll see that a lot of people who made their living on boats did not come home. And then, when shipping was no longer feasible a hundred or so years ago, my neighbors no longer went to sea and became somewhat provincial. Seems as I recall back in the 1940s, someone asking my neighbor Percy Jones if he'd ever been out of the state of Maine. And Percy said, yep, I've been to Augusta.
<laughs> Ron Carter, what a big bottom. And of course, they have such good recording stuff now. Ron Carter, Paul Desmond, of course, here on The Humble Farmer. Thank you for listening. Catch you next week at this time. Same time, same station.